Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Estate. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic. So unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing rats. Put it together himself, got a picture. Connect. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach. And now it all unfolds. Skill of an artist. This is 20% skill, 80% fear. Be 100% clear, cause Ryu was ill. Who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames? And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Ryu had the stupidest verses. Dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks. I mean, I do better every year, so I'm just, you know, trying to do better than the last year. And, you know, um, going to War Memorial was the last time I'm going to ever play there. Because, you know, I played there since I was, you know, peewee, middle school, high school, and college now. And it's the last time. So, you know, I got to make some shape, do some good, leave some uh, memorable on the field. All right, welcome in. That is homegrown product Zach Williams. Razorback Legacy on playing at War Memorial Stadium for the final time. Unless they somehow pull a... Hmm. Bowl game out of their backsides, I guess, and say, hey, you guys are welcome to come to this bowl game this year. Hoping that Arkansas is going to play in a bowl game that's already established. Anyway, just kidding. Anyway, it's his last crack at it. I didn't really realize that, but that's a good story. So, um, welcome in. We've got a busy day. I heard Wes teasing the show on Morning Mayhem. We have a ton of guests coming up, but uh, more from the Hill as well. But, yeah, Zach's a good story. You know, a guy that has, uh, you know, really developed through his career, you know, followed in his dad's footsteps to the university. I will say it again, Ricky Williams, I think, is one of the top five or ten most underrated guys probably in Razorback history when you look at what he accomplished when he was there. But uh, Zach's a great dude, and we got to know him a little bit at Countdown to Kickoff. Wes, you covered him in high school. I don't know how if you go back to his peewee days. But, mm-hmm. you know, for those of you who are a little bit wary of going to Little Rock uh, for the game or don't like going to War Memorial or you'd rather the game be in Fayetteville, um, you know, I think we've tried to point out this week why War Memorial is important. We talked about that yesterday as a stadium, as a as a monument, as a symbol. But listen, to the guys from Little Rock, Houston Nut, going back to Houston and guys before that, all the way to current day players who are from Central Arkansas, this game means a lot because of that, in addition to the fact that they're trying to win ball games. So many kids, you know, grew up playing at War Memorial Stadium. It was a big deal. How many high school games are played in Fayetteville at Reynolds Raceback Stadium? none that I know of now. Fayetteville High School had to play there a couple of years ago because their stadium was being renovated. So it's kind of cool when you grow up and you get to play in that stadium. And yeah. you get to play in that stadium that the Razorbacks play in from time to time. So it, And then, of course, the state championship games are there. When you get to go back as a Razorback and play there, it is special. I don't care what people want to argue about this or that, but that part is special to those guys. And to get back and to play in their hometown, it makes it even better. So I, I, I think that, and there's plenty of guys from Central Arkansas on this team. Go support them. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a dumb question. 
I can't remember. Are we turf or, or grass in Fayetteville? Okay. We're all st- uh, didn't they, they, grass. Cha- they changed back? Yeah, it's grass. No, it's grass. It I is know grass. it is grass. Yeah, they changed back. Yeah, because we talked with uh, 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 the, uh, the what do you call it, the guy who grows grass? Facilities manager? Uh, <laughs> no, they got a, a, a specific name. Agronomist? Yeah. Is that it? Sure. Yeah. And the type of grass that they brought in, it was a special grass. When did grass. we talk to them? It must have been when I was off. Probably. But it was a special grass, and it's only turned his mic on. Uh, that's uh, it's like Wasn't here it grown in Memphis or something. Yes, they shipped here, they shipped yeah. here and it's supposed to be a, a grass that grows well later in the season. A cross between a Kentucky bluegrass and a Sensamia. You can yeah, uh, yeah, you, you can sure. play eighteen holes on it in the morning and get <laughs> stone of the bejesus belt on it at yeah. night. So it, it is grass. Okay, I've seen grass like this before. Anyway. What I was going to say is, and maybe that's because of the fact that it's grass and not turf, and we, is that they should play, you know, they should play a few showcase games in the early part of the high school season in Fayetteville. I mean, they're not using the stadium this weekend anyway. No. Kyle and Kent Sanders also talked to us about this. The oh, grass. maybe that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hoo-hoo! Hooray for Hello. Jose. Day just got a little better. Yeah. I'm off tonight. Now i got Corky's for lunch. So... I just thought that would be cool. I mean, it is great to have games at War Memorial. There's a lot of high school games that get played through there, and even other games that get played in there. And But what would be cool, I think, you know, again, you think about playing a high school game in Fayetteville at, mm-hmm. at Razorback Stadium, how amazing yeah. that would be if you're a high school kid. There were a couple of years ago, the uh, Hootons did a couple of games up there. They yeah. kick off classic uh, for some teams up mm-hmm. there, but it hasn't been utilized in a while. Yeah, it's too bad. And, again, they may not want that because of the grass, and they're trying to you know keep it pristine as much as they can. Good point, but, yeah. But, I mean, you're playing... How many games are there? Six in a year? But it's great grass. Well, I know, but it I'm just can saying, hold up to it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure they could handle ten or twelve games in there a year, and it wouldn't tear things <laughs> yeah. up too bad. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah. War Memorial, the turf and everything, the paint looks awesome. Does I was it? there Saturday for the Assault Bowl, and that was one of the things we were all kind of <clears throat> commenting about how how good it looks, and uh, they have it ready. They have it ready. Yesterday, I tuned in to Out of Bounds, and they were interviewing the head coach at Western Carolina. We're always looking for broadcasters or somebody connected to the program. It's not very often that you can get the head coach. Kerwin Bell joined Joe and John yesterday. He talked about the team, talked about Arkansas, and you know they asked him about moving the game up. He didn't seem too bent out of shape about it. I'm sure he's got the same thoughts and indicated he's got the same thoughts as Sam Pittman does, which is, hey, we're happy to get back earlier or as early as we can after the game. But uh, here he is on his team. By the way, I saw on um, Twitter this morning, they had released a preview of their conference. It was an FCS organization that does previews of conferences, and they're picked about middle of the pack in their conference. So, again, expectations aren't through the roof for a team that, you know, didn't have a great season last year. But they do throw it around. Here's what Kerwin Bell said about his team. To be here in Western Carolina to do something that nobody else has ever done in the history of this school, and that's to win the Southern Conference Championship. So that's our goal. That's what we want to do. I think Arkansas will expose a lot of things that we need to work on, and that's the way we don't look at it. We don't have a lot of – there's no nothing better than live reps and going against a great football team, and that's what we're going to get to do this Saturday. And we're going to – listen, we're not going to run the ball and try to run the clock. We don't go sh- shoot every bullet we got and, and try to be as aggressive as we can be to score points. So um, I tell people all the time, they'll say, Man, did you? I see you. You know, you got to hold on to the ball. I said, shoot, I that clock don't say when it comes to winning or losing. They don't say, oh, you held the ball more than the other teams, so you get to win. No, it's points. So we're trying to score points, and that's what we'll do on Saturday. He did talk about holding on to the ball because turnovers were a huge issue for them last year, and they do need to take care of the football. And I think he, as I was listening, he was saying he told his players, look, if you if you're not going to basically hold on to the ball, mm-hmm. you're not going to be on offense anymore. We'll move you over to the other side of the ball. So. Uh, he also talked about his guys being able to basically, he's like, look, I've got guys that can play. He said, we recruit guys who can play football at a high level. They may not be 6'4", they may be 5'11", though, instead, or 5'10", or whatever. Or they may not be 240, they may be 200 or 215. That's the difference in their level of football, and I think we've all seen that. There's plenty of FCS guys who can really go. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of Jerry Rice or Walter Payton. Anyway, that's obviously an extreme, but still. Joe Klein joining us. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I turned your mic on. It's my first day. Good. Sorry. That's okay. Got Christian off. Got you intern? Yeah. Yeah. Good. New here. Good to see you. Uh, you excited about this week? I am. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. No, I w- we always, you know, love it uh, personally and also love it at Corky's. It, it, you know, it's uh, people get get fired up and get coming in and, you know, they let us do the cooking for them and 
cook, cook the ribs and stuff for them or the sides or whatever they want. They can stroll through there and get it. And so, I, and people come in before and after the game and sit around and watch football. Just they got their red on and stuff. And it's what's the earliest you can get it on Saturday? Whenever you want it. Man. Well, you're not gonna let me come up at six o'clock and get it. No, but I mean we can. What time do you open? We got somebody there. If you if you wanted something picked up, seven thirty eight, we'll be ready. We can. Do okay. It. Okay. Great. That's very cool. Yeah. All so, right. I mean, we can, we can do it now. You know, Ron, the pit guy. As I'm saying this, he <laughs> probably drove. Give me your finger right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, if it. Let me tell you what. I mean, if it, if I have to be in there, if we had a bunch of orders that. That needed to be done yeah. at six thirty. If I have to be in there, I'll do it. I think for most people, it's not practical necessarily to run to Corky's no. on Saturday morning. The best thing to do is pick it up Friday evening and then have it ready to go Absolutely. when you wake up. But I mean, we'll do it. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do, man. We do it how you want it. Well, the great thing about pork is, or whatever you want to get from Corky's, <laughs> typically is it's, it reheats well, and so you can just do it the next morning. Yeah. So if you want to get some wings and yeah, ribs I mean, and I've, whatever, I've chomped on ribs four or five days old, beef, pork. I mean, it it heats well, no doubt. Catamounts, by the way, trying to do something they've never done before, which is win against an FBS opponent. They are 0-20 against SEC members, 0-61 against FBS members. So they've got their hands full, without a doubt. What The Catamounts, I remember years ago, I did a Razorback basketball game, and they had a kid that ended up playing in the pros, and they came to Bud Walton, and I, I don't know if it was... I don't know what year it was, but they they beat the Razorbacks. I always, every time I every time I see Western Carolina now, I you know I always think about that. I, I don't want to think about was that. Was that the Pelfrey years, Stan Heath years? I think that was no, that was Stan or 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 the end of Nolan's. I was there. I was, I did it what? two two and two. Was it Kmart? Kevin Martin? I think it might have been him. Yeah. Yeah. He, wasn't he, he a long, slender? Kind of yeah, wing, he played for kind of, the Kings and the yeah, Rockets. Yeah, I think that was him. That's who it was. And the Thunder. Yeah. And uh, the Timberwolves. Western Carolina football has a few guys that are tall enough to play <laughs> college basketball at a high level. Probably a little heavy for it, though. Um, Coach Bell says he thinks these guys have a chance to play professionally. Tyler Smith, 6'8", 310. Mm. Derek Simmons, 6'6", 315. And 6'5", 320 for a junior guard on the offensive line. So, defensive line, again, I don't know if they're any good. He seems to think they are. But they certainly have plenty of size. So the defensive line from Arkansas may not get tested the way they will in the SEC, but the guys they're going against are going to look like the dudes they're going to face in the yep. SEC. So there's that. Their quarterback's back for a second year. Last year was his first year in the offense and put up some huge numbers. Their freshman running back, was he like the freshman running back of the year or something, some accolades as a running back? He's back. So they feel good about their offense in year two. They put up huge numbers. Last year, seventh in the F- FBS, FCS last year in offense. And yeah. The quarterback Four, is back and the running back is back. So 450, I think, a, a game or something like yeah. that. So they're putting up some yards for sure. No, it's a great test for this defense. And offensively, I think Arkansas should have their way too. I think they should score. A lot of points. Um, did you, did you have you guys ever heard of the Sean Alexander uh, award? The running back. Yeah, no. there's an award named in Sean Alexander's honor. Where I had no you, idea. Where did he go to school? He went to Alabama. Alabama. Luke has wow. has been named to the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year award watch list. <laughs> I didn't know Sean Alexander had one. I didn't know Freshman of the Year was a thing. Uh, me either. Football. 2018. Yeah, they just give it. They give him Heisman's now if they're good enough. Apparently. <laughs> 2018 is when they started the award, and Luke has is on the list. And he's a guy that certainly is uh, going to be watched closely, I would think, for Arkansas. KJ will be as well. Uh, Matthew Davis from Saturday Night South did a, a rundown on some of the, the uh, records that KJ might hold when he gets out. He's got a really good shot at a handful of them. Some of them he's going to have to have a pretty special year. He needs 358 passing attempts to break Clinton Sterner's all-time record. He threw 300 last year and 294 in 2021. So... Do you think Clint, uh, he's going to pass Clint's record? He's going to have to have a uh, pretty significant uh, increase in the number of attempts this year to do so. And the way Arkansas is probably going to try to run it with Rocket and the rest of the running backs, I would think it, I'm not going to guess that he's going to go up 60 passes in a season from last year. Attempts. Well, he, he, games missed, go. he missed games just That's good last point. year. That's a good point. You're missed probably Mississippi right. State, missed LSU, so he missed two games. And then he's bad against Liberty. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's 30 passes a game. He needs 158 completions to break Tyler Wilson's record. He had 198 the past two seasons or more. So, he's yeah, he's well in, in good shape if he stays healthy. 
Uh, could also catch Wilson for the career passing mark. 77-65 is the magic number. He needs 1,962 yards. I really, really he hope he does that, do that early. I'd like to see him pass for 3,000. Yeah. You know, he threw for 2,500 or something last year. I'd love to see him get to 3,000. By the way, you can bet on his over-under for passing yards, touchdowns, Rockets yardage, Rockets uh, touchdowns, um, SEC rushing title. All that's on the board at Oklahoma. We're going to talk about it on the podcast okay. today. Yeah, I'll get into some of the details on that tomorrow. Can catch Brandon and Allen for the TD pass mark of 64. He has 48 now, so hopefully he gets there. He threw 21 or more in each of the last two years. Um, let's see. All-time leader in total yards. That's a pretty significant number, right? Yeah. Fifth all-time currently. He needs 1,148 to pass Matt Jones' career mark of 83.92. So, again, should be able to do that just through his passing yards. You can also bet on the over-under on rushing for KJ this year. I think it's set at 600. I don't know what I think it's going to be, but I hope it's under. That's pretty close to what he had last year, right? That's right, exactly about what he had he last had year. He had around 800 rushing, but then the sacks, sacks took him down yep. to right around 600. Man, that's, a, that's a stupid stat. It is. What is? The sacks counting against. They should just say sacks. Minus, like they do in the NFL. Yeah. When the NFL counts against the, does it not count against passing numbers? No. No, it doesn't count against any. It count against total yards. Okay, but not individual stats. Jefferson could eclipse Jones with uh, eleven touchdowns this season. Jones has seventy-seven career TDs and KJ sixty-seven. I would think he again he's in good shape there because they will quarterback sneak. I'm assuming Dan Enos has taken the tight end sneak out of the repertoire, (laughs) so that will not be part of the mix. KJ, on uh, the defense, he's going to face in the opener. They play very hard. I mean, they play as a unit. Real tough, tough guys on this side of the ball. Uh, Steel athletes. Uh, they like the pressure a lot, but, I mean, hey, I mean, it's football, so, I mean, we just got to come up schematically-wise and outsmart them and be more disciplined than them. Uh, they're, they're a disciplined football team as well on the defense side of the ball. So, I mean, just coming in, I mean, it's, it's all going to be about us. I mean, we've got to focus on us and go out there and execute our game plan at a very high level. Absolutely, and hopefully they do. It'll be fun to watch, I think, and we're looking forward to it. we got a lot going on today, a few stories we want to get to. Uh, we talked about Blake Groupie winning the Saints kicking job yesterday. There's an interesting story on their punter as well that I was going to share a little bit later. Got some other NFL notes that we'll touch on. Also, Daryl Walker is going to join us at 1045 today, so we'll talk to him in just a little bit later this hour. They have, uh, I guess they're settled in now, but they went to Italy over the summer and one of those um, exempt trips that they get to take every four years and so we'll get a recap of his trip overseas fine yeah yeah he's got a he he he's he hooked that thing up for one thing and one thing only he wants to get his, to get his team better no oh. tourism tourism and red wine <laughs> he ain't fool, he ain't fooling nobody man. you can respect that can't you i got no problem with it <laughs> kevin kelly joining us courtesy of the little rock athletic club in the 11 o'clock hour after the red white report which is brought to you by big o tires michael felder thoughts on week one also we'll get his uh comments from week zero and uh i need to know if he thought more uh is it more about Vanderbilt or more about Hawaii with what happened last week? And then also a preview. There really aren't great games this week, but uh, there are a couple games that we'll certainly be watching closely with uh, Florida State and LSU, Joe. That's the best game of the week. And then we were talking about TCU in Colorado yesterday, the debut of Deion Sanders' bunch out in Colorado. I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested. Well, and Browse at TCU. I'm interested oh, good point. And Little Morris. Cool. Yeah, Chandler, yeah. yeah, forgot about that. Man, I'm, that's a that's got some, in, you know. That'll you sold me. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching. I was going to watch it anyway. So second best game of the weekend, right? Now we decided. What do we think TCU's going to do this year? Take a step backwards, Certainly I assume. Certainly not as good as last year. No, last year was <laughs> that's, pretty magical. It's a good pick. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're not going to make it to the championship. They're game. picked back in the pack. Yeah, they're, they're like, like top pick, twenty team. They're picked in the middle of the pack of the Big Twelve, though. I think they're like an eight win team. Seven eight. Seven eight. Yeah, I'd have to look at their schedule. Uh, Brad McCray is going to pop in from Brewski's later on, too. They're going to be getting set for a lot of football watch parties here in the very near future, so I'm sure he wants to come in and chat about that. So we'll look forward to talking to him a little bit later on. Let me get Jason in here, and then we'll take our first break. Jason, welcome. What's up? Hey, I was just going to say, I graduated high school in 91, and we played Fayetteville High School. We had to play at Razorback Stadium. I don't know if they didn't have a stadium at the time, but as a kid who wasn't going to play D1 ball, that was like the neatest experience ever, having your name called out over the PA system. And, you know, sometimes when I go to Razorback games now, you kind of look back and reflect on that, having that moment down there as a kid. 
and it, it's pretty cool. So I think if you play them at the Fayetteville, the high school game or at War Memorial, it, it's a special memory for kids who would always dream to be a Razorback but know they might not be able to. So it, it was a fun, neat experience, and I agree with you all. I think it's kind of neat if they have the opportunity. Yep. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Something you'll never forget, you know? Yeah. That's it. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, if you go to school up in uh, there or you go to games regularly from any part of the state, that's a that's a pretty amazing memory for sure. Joe, somebody sent it in on the text line. It was uh, Western Carolina beating Arkansas 62-59 in 2003. The game went into overtime. Yep. Where was it? Fayetteville. Was it Fayetteville? In Fayetteville. Yep. Joe was a little too critical. And they, I said, I said, how could we lose to Western Carolina? You're fired! <laughs> <laughs> Old thin-skinned Stan. Where is he these days? Hopefully not coaching. I think he is. Last I'm, I remember he was I'm sure Florida, he is. Somewhere else. Now. Yeah, he's not there anymore. Well, he's, he's probably down on somebody's bench. Yeah. Glad he's not on ours. <laughs> think, they think it's a little upgrade? Muscleman's an upgrade? Yeah. Yeah. Register and make your pick now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. Sports Center. A big weekend of Arkansas athletics gets going tonight up in Fayetteville as the number 21 ranked Arkansas Razorbacks volleyball team hosts the first of two games against the number one team in the country, the Wisconsin Badgers. The game tonight is at 7 o'clock at Barnhill Arena. You can catch it on SEC Network. Once again, it's the first of two games that the Razorbacks will play against the number one Badgers. The second game will be on Thursday night. Also on Thursday, which is tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. on the SEC Network Plus. Arkansas soccer takes on Milwaukee. It's a big weekend of Arkansas athletics. All capped by Arkansas against Western Carolina in football. That game is at noon. You can catch it on SEC Network Plus and right here at 103.7 The Buzz. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product. Man. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. You're in the zone with Justin Ankrey and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you want to be a part of the show, hit the guys on Twitter at Justin Acre 7 at Wes underscore Moore, or at Seaweaver1037. Call 661-1037 or email thezone at 1037thebuzz.com. Thank you, higher than herbalist climbing treetops. This is not rap, my... 
This more like bebop. Classic Freddie Hubbard. These words are uttered like. All right, welcome back. It's 10:30 in the zone. Justin Acre, Westmore, Big Joe Klein. Brought to you by Corky's Barbecue. Studio smells amazing today. We. Are we chickening or are we doing chicken, something else? I bought you some chicken, man. Buddy, oh, awesome. cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah. Bird is the word at Corky's yeah. today. My wife wanted me to bring you chicken fried steaks, but I didn't have time. Yeah, that's so okay. I you should have been more concerned about getting that silly string off your hat. I was very worried about you. I knew it was there. That was going to drive me crazy. It didn't bother you, huh? No, well, I knew it. I, it didn't bother me at all because I knew it bothered you. So it's kind of... That's why you did it. Kind of a... Uh, uh, I was kind of liking it. Were you? Yeah. Well, you can put it back. Yeah, you come walking, come, I come, come sit, at you with some scissors, freak you out a little bit. Here and you turn around, you come walking at me with a pair of scissors. I'm just like, what's going on here? Uh, this segment's brought to you in part, I could have come at you with a bow, be worse. <laughs> Not that I could hit you. Uh, segment's brought to you in part by our friends at Max Prey Wings. They got all the bows you need and then some. We should go bow hunting together, Joe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> best model bows from Elite Matthews Hoyt and Bear. You definitely don't want to stand in front of me. You might get uh, you might get I, clipped. I would be afraid. Yeah, it'd be smart. You can shoot right over my head. It's fine. I'd be afraid for myself and when I was shooting the bow. I, I have some be... apples in my uh, <clears throat> refrigerator. You could try to shoot one off my head. You feel pretty confident about that? Do you feel pretty confident about that? <laughs> That's the problem. Not without a steel helmet on. No. Uh, Max Prairie Wings doesn't stop at offering the top-of-the-line bows. They've got high-quality accessories, all of them, that you need to make your bow more powerful. Experienced Bowtechs personally will work with you to build your dream bow exactly how you want it, proper fitting and tuning, and ensure that you are going to be ready for success. Also, they go the extra mile. Each bow build set up with custom-made arrows tailored specifically to match your unique hunting style. Don't waste your time with anything less than the best. You know where to go. Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart. They are your go-to destination for top-notch bow hunting gear. Visit them at maxpw.com or stop by and see them in Stuttgart. By the way, bow season's almost upon us. September 23rd, we get underway with it. Why would you trade? I was just looking at the TV. Yes. Why? Why would the Why would the Cowboys the only one able to get Trey Lance? Well, the 49ers said they stepped up and made the trade. So I'm guessing I mean, the Cowboys gave a fourth when everybody else was saying a fifth. Wow, I mean, I, I just look at some of the teams. I mean, I mean, the Cowboys are not "quote unquote" desperate for a quarterback. No, he's going to be the third string quarterback for Dallas, where other teams, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Oh. How about the New, New England, England Patriots? Patriots? Don't have a backup right now. <laughs> um, mean, so yeah, it's it's a little surprising. Maybe that says what the rest of the league thinks of Denver. him more than what the Cowboys do. That was. You know, maybe a criticism. Right. I mean, if, I mean, if San Francisco, who loved him, couldn't figure him out, what makes you think yeah, you can figure Shan- him out? Shanahan's the quarterback, quarterback guy. Right. Yeah. So, but I, maybe I it's a little too complicated and they're dumbing it down or making it Did easier. Did you hear Garoppolo? Nope. Garoppolo kind of took some shots at him. Like, you know, he was asked about his thoughts, and he's like, well, they got some weird things that have been going on there. Hmm. And they were like, well, what do you mean about that? He's like, just look at the quarterback situation and some of the things have gone, and I'm going to leave it there. Hmm. So he wasn't very happy with his time there and how it ended either. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Trey Lance is a great athlete, and we'll see if he can become a great quarterback. I know Jerry Jones is obviously very excited about him. And again, the good thing is they're not risking a lot. Well, he gives us an opportunity to do uh, what we would always like to be doing. Uh, it would be ideal with uh, uh, Dak <clears throat> to have a young, prospective, developing quarterback that could uh, uh, just be in the room, uh, be, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use the term, but be on the team with him. Uh, because uh, 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 this gives him not only an opportunity to take, uh, I'm talking to Trace, not only Trace. Trey, what he got in San Francisco, but he can take, in my mind, one of the, quarter, one of the finest quarterback rooms there is because Dak Prescott's in it. Hmm. I think you should check that room again. Hey, uh, and and <clears throat> Dak has another bad year, and wants to come in and have us pay him fifty million dollars a year. We may not want to do that. It could be in, they, they've got Dak under contract for two more years, and if he doesn't have the years that they want him to have, I mean, and they be, develop him, maybe he is the backup he'll, player. He'll be he'll be wanting a extension. Probably. Next year, if he has a good year Absolutely. this year, there'll be his yeah. agent will be talking. It's time to let's talk again about an extension. How long do they have Cooper Rush under contract? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Here's the thing. Cooper Rush is starting to make a lot of money as a backup quarterback. And when you're talking about salary cap, here's the crazy thing. The Greer kid that was going to be the third-string quarterback would actually have cost more on this year's salary cap than Trey Lance. And so by getting rid of Greer and adding Lance, they're saving a little bit of money on the salary cap. How many backup quarterbacks out of the 32 teams can win a game? I mean, like, legitimately get or win a few games. Like, can can step in and there's drop-off, but maybe not significant enough where yeah. you have no shot. It kind of depends on the team, and if you have a good team, that you impressed? can help you You can probably out. count on one hand. Were you not impressed by Cooper Rush's performance? No doubt. Year? He's the backup. I mean, that's not... I mean, no, I know. That's not the point. My point is, maybe he's a guy you want to hold on to if it costs you a little extra because... He's a legitimate. Oh yeah, no doubt. And I think a lot depends on the development of Lance over the next year. And then they can entertain that possibility. Could he be a guy that wins you a game if that gets hurt? He's still very inexperienced. Still, he had one full college year. I know. So, I mean, I, I just again, maybe maybe we haven't scratched the surface with him because he's so early in his development. We haven't I, seen anything. No, no. I think he's in the perfect role right now. Third Christian, string quarterback. We could ask as a question of the day, do you think he'll ever start a football game in Dallas? But I'm not going to ask that today. We do have some other questions of the day today. Yes, we have the uh, question of the day revolving around um, <coughs> revenue sharing. Yes, well, that's another conversation. We talked about this last week with Hunter Juracek. And so there are some people suggesting, including Jay Billis, now Jim Harbaugh. We're going to hear from him in a second hmm. that uh, maybe there should be some revenue shared with the student athletes because the NIL scholarships and everything else they get is not enough. They're making all this money at some places, and they feel like maybe the money should be kicked back to the student athletes. Uh, Hunter has said to us that is a farcical concept because it just isn't a business plan that will work because they have a lot of responsibilities to take care of on a yearly basis and giving the money back uh, or giving part of the money to student athletes doesn't make a lot of sense. So what do you think? I mean, do you think the student athletes should get a piece of the pie or do you think NIL and everything else they get as part of their scholarship is enough? That's the question. Yes, that is the question. However you pose that. Yes, should revenue sharing be instituted in college athletics? Okay, all right. And, again, I'm going to trust Hunter Yurchek, who knows the ins and outs, who said he would open the books if Jay Billis wanted to come to town, that it's not going to work. I just trust people that are in the business. Yeah. It's there's, – there's too many – there's – the revenue's not the same. So the pie that that Alabama gets and the pie that Vanderbilt gets, you, you can – Revenue sharing in the NBA and revenue sharing in the NFL and baseball, the TV contracts are negotiated for everybody, for all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's even, yeah. Right. Your Big Ten is <coughs> contract is... A little bit this. more than the SEC. SEC is more than the Big 12 it. ACC. You know, so it's, it's apples and oranges. Right. You, you have a group, a smaller group, and here's what we got. And, and <coughs> excuse me again... Those things are collectively bargained. The the revenue sharing in the NFL, quote, revenue, the term revenue hmm. is negotiated. Yeah. What goes into revenue? Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody thinks, well, <clears throat> this is what, how much was made. <clears throat> Good grief. And, you but, but, and this is what we're going to do. But the owners sit there. I've been a part of this. Now, this, that, this ain't going into revenue. This ain't going into revenue. This ain't going TV, radio, but... but Sweets, I mean, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep that one and parking and you know, blah 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 blah. So again, that the term revenue has to be negotiated. Here's well. my thing. Here's why I'm with Hunter on this one. Um, this is according to last year. Just did a quick search here. Um, 229 public doesn't count the private schools. Division one athletics programs. 229. How many do you think make money? How many make money? 25. Close. 18 out of 229. So well less than 10%, mm-hmm. closer to 5% of them make money. And, 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 and if yeah. you don't have revenue, how do you share it? Um, well, I guess 7%. Anyway, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You have yeah, revenue. Right. I should, we should say profit sharing, really, because yeah. we're talking about profit here. But, I mean, again, those that actually turn a profit. Um, so there are some that make a ton of money, and there are some that don't make as well, much well, money. Well, and but. where the argument comes is you see the salaries of the head coaches, some of them, not all. I mean, mm-hmm. like Kerwin Bell, he's not... But, I mean, he's making more than anybody on his team's making. But, I mean, what we did with Bielema and all the, the buyouts and the right. things like that, you're sitting there going, okay, no, we don't, wait a minute. I mean, we we can't give so-and-so this amount of money, but we're going to 
you know, this well, once again, that didn't come from the athletic but, department. But again, but I mean, it's all it's perceived. Mm-hmm. It's looked at that way. Again, if this is to be believed, it says the range is 270 million profit for night for uh, Oregon to a 48 million dollar deficit at James Madison. That's the gap. Now, our, so our, the biggest thing is we're trying to equalize the playing field, right? You start doing profit sharing, and it becomes even less your, so if you're going to do percentages. This is your right. donations, your foundation, all that's in there too, right? Like, I, yeah, I assume yeah, so. Yeah, I would, I would think it's the total money made by the by the program. Because yeah. a, a lot of times, the one we you know that you you hear people beat their chest about in the state is there's like four or five baseball programs that are self sufficient, that are self sustaining, and actually turn a profit. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas is on that short list. So it opens up another recruiting <clears throat> advantage for. The has the, the, the halves, right? Yeah. No doubt. Yep. And there's a huge, huge number that are like, we can't even pay our bills now. <laughs> We're gonna have to give money to the student athletes too. It just, it's well, it's a I'm, silly concept. Again, I mean, I'm all for Title Nine, and I'm all for, Uh-oh. but no, no. But I, I mean, again, you're, you're not all programs within your athletic, as we were just talking, make money. So now, again, this is this is where you know I would love for the WNBA to make as much as the NBA, but they don't generate the same amount of revenue. Mm-hmm. So it's hard So it's hard for an NBA owner to sit there and go, yeah, we'll pay you the same that we're paying these people, but it, because you, you don't make... Now, in women's soccer, you know, they, they make more or as much... I'm not a genius, but generally speaking, most universities, I'm guessing, at the Power Five level, the only profit turners are football Absolutely. and, and so, men's basketball. And that's where you know I kind of get frustrated, and I think your check gets frustrated with Jay Billis, is that he's he's looking at basketball and football. He's not looking at all the other things and all the other expenses that are incurred, and, and they are very expensive, the travel, the... The upkeep, the feeding, the how—I mean, and again, not you know, not every school is no, Alabama or, or even Arkansas. I yep. mean, they're differently able. There's no doubt about that. We'll talk uh, to Daryl Walker on the other side about their trip to Italy and how things are coming together. He's had a lot of new additions to his roster, but some familiar faces, I think, for people who you know follow college basketball. So we'll be uh, interested to see how the trip went and talk about how he's putting his roster together. Uh, and then also we'll hear from Jim Harbaugh. We got kind of a lengthy bite from him talking about this topic. He's also mad. He said, uh, "What do you say? It was like taking a baseball bat to the knees. This, this three-game suspension he's got to serve." Joe's like, "I'll hit him." Anyway, it's ten forty-three. It's the end of the month. That means some uh, great promotions are coming to an end at Guatney Chevrolet. But hey, it's the end of the month, and they got some cars they need to move. They got numbers they need to meet. Take advantage of that right now. Go out to Guatney Chevrolet. And get a great deal right now. $2,500 off the 2023 Equinox, and you get 1.9% interest. Looking for a truck? Check out the High Country, over $6,000 off. The 2023 Silverado RST, as much as $9,000 off. And take an old cell phone with you, because it's not worthless. You can get $500 for a down payment at Guatney Chevrolet. They're collecting cell phones left and right. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals that I'm talking about. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and take advantage. End of the month, great deals at Guatney Chevrolet. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elliot's Mexican Grill in Moralton. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. Allow us 
us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Hey folks, I'm Bob Bottom Dollar Waller with Mark McClarty Ford, and we're Arkansas's number one Ford Superstore. That means we're bringing you our biggest inventory and even better deals. Like 8000 off the F-150 4x4 Super Crew XLT. That's right, 8000 off new F-150s. Come see your President's Award winner three years in a row, Mark McClarty Ford. Where people don't shop, they buy. That's the McClarty difference. WHD number one based on 2022 new vehicle sales reports from Ford. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion Truck. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion Truck continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844 2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. Welcome back, 1047. Big weekend at Oakland. Oh, my goodness. How much fun would it be to be at Oakland this weekend? A little three-day weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Heck, it's Labor Day weekend. Go to Oakland.com, make your reservations, get a room. Reservations for the spa. Let your wife go to the spa. Yeah, let your wife go to the spa. You go to the sports book, and you watch football all day. Make some bets. You can go to the Mainline Sports Bar and Grill. When she gets out of the spa, you can take her to one of the great restaurants there at Oakland. Guys, I'm setting you up. Our anniversary's tomorrow. I'm thinking. Mine's today. Is it really? Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. 37 best years of Dana's life. Sorry, Dana. Mm-hmm. Take her to Oakland this weekend. Uh, that's a great anniversary yep. gift right there. Oakland.com to make your reservations. And don't forget, download the, the app right now. We got games tomorrow night, Saturday. Football season is here. It's Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Speaking of games, the Little Rock Trojans played some overseas this summer in Italy. Daryl Walker, head coach of the Trojans, joining us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline to talk about the trip and the uh, makeup of his team. Got some new additions and some that will be familiar to folks who follow basketball in the state of Arkansas. Coach, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? I am great. I am great. Uh, I'm doing great, Daryl. Joe Klein is here too, Coach. Just full. Is that slate them all? Yes, sir. I just got one thing to say. How much red wine did you try to sneak in from Italy back to the States? I stuck in 12 bottles. <laughs> so what, you had 12 players? You're like, here, you take one, you take one. No, I had a suitcase, Joe, built for, for, for traveling wine. It looked mm-hmm. like a suitcase. So I, That's my I, man. I cruised right through customs, Joe. <laughs> I have seen those. Coach, these games are, uh, it's an opportunity, especially if you're adding you know a lot of pieces, which everybody is nowadays, the way things work with college basketball. It's a good opportunity to bring your guys together in a really cool setting. So... How would you uh, sort of recap the trip? I saw some of the games, and you kind of got the typical overseas trip. Some competitive, some not so much. But uh, overall, good experience for your guys? I thought it was a great experience. This trip was more about us bonding. We got nine new guys. Three guys were left over from a team last year, so we had nine new guys, and I wanted them to bond and hang out, and we we did that. Uh, we traveled all through Italy. We were able to play some games. Of course, we were able to practice 
uh, for 10 days before we got over there and get, kind of get a head start on some things, which was good. So it was it was a fun trip. Coach, what was the coolest experience? Making pasta. Uh-huh. I forgot what, we were, what part of Italy we were in, but we, we stopped at this winery. Uh, it was also a restaurant. Uh, this older lady uh, showed us how to really make pasta, how they really make pasta. Not not that pasta that Slater Mo buys out of the Kroger grocery store and think he's making some spaghetti. Not that pasta. The real pasta where you have to beat it, you have to put it through the ringer, you have to flatten it out. I mean, it's a long, long so, time. So, so it, when, it was you, fun. You, when you're at home now and Big Mama's quote-unquote making pasta, you tell now, I don't like her pasta anymore. She got mad at me. Later <laughs> morning. Said, you're not going to put it through the ringer. You're not going to beat it. Yeah, goes, you better go back to Italy if you think you're going to eat that. <laughs> How was the level of competition? I saw your first game looked like it was pretty tight. The rest of them were, were um, you know, I had one that was competitive, one that was kind of a blowout. But overall, I mean, how was the competition you guys faced? The competition was fine. The first game was really some competition. They had three guys that played at the Division One level over in Milan. So those guys were basically pros that made a nice salary. So that that was good for us. No, the games were competitive, but these games were about just going through our stuff offensively and defensively and getting a feel for ourselves as a team. And I didn't coach uh, not one of those games with my my coaches. Uh, I let them guys take turns of, of coaching the teams where I sat and had a notebook and took notes and just kind of went over things with my team at halftime and after the game. So it was. It was fun. Had you been over to, to Italy before? I was in Italy, I think, in 2001 or two when I was working for the Wizards. I was over uh, in Venice and Bologna. I was over there uh, scouting. So that's the last time I had been. But okay. it, was, it was fun to go to Florence and Florence and Rome, Milan and Venice and Lake Como. It was it was a heck of a trip. Yeah, Como is amazing. So I, I imagine for some of your guys, this is probably their first international travel, probably a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them, except the foreign guys that I have, and yeah, uh, and, and, you know, you know, our, our kids are they just like, why are we here? We're doing too much walking. Why we got to go to the Vatican? <laughs> and after a while, they they couldn't get enough of taking pictures and posting and having a good time over in Italy. So they, it was a ball. Good, glad to hear that. So a lot of people are curious about uh, your your new additions, Coach. You mentioned there are many of them, and, and as I mentioned to our listeners, I mean there are a lot of familiar faces. K.K. Robinson, back in Central Arkansas, playing for you, Mikel Mitchell, who obviously started uh, his career at uh, Maryland, then Rhode Island, then Arkansas, and then uh, Creed Williamson, obviously familiar name and familiar player to those who follow high school basketball in the state. But uh, kind of give me the thoughts on the the local guys. Good to see those guys back in Little Rock. It was good. It's good for K.K. to, to come back home. I didn't get a chance to play. At the University of Arkansas, then I tried to get him to come here last year. He went to Texas A&M instead, and uh, he's found a home here, right here. Get, get get him cleared on the waiver, which we will. Uh, but he's been good. I mean, defensively, he is uh, unbelievable. As uh, far as guarding the basketball, and as far as in the end of pushing the basketball, he has unbelievable speed. And Mikael Mitchell is just a big SEC player, man. He's big. Uh, he should be very good in, in the OVC. He's a uh, big time shot blocker, good passer. And Creed's just a freshman right now, He's a typical freshman. He's up and down. Uh, but we've, we've added a lot of new guys. Uh, Bradley Douglas from uh, junior college in Florida is a really good player. Jameer's from uh, South Florida, who's a, about a 6'5 wingman that's really a heck of an athlete, can shoot the basketball. And we have some overseas guys. So we got, we've got we gotten older, Joe. Uh, last year we were too young and immature as a team. I'm looking at on my board right now you got guys 22 23 23 22 23 22 got older guys on the board uh, a lot easier to coach with these guys they're more mature so we got a nice group over here i mean that's probably if there's i mean there's the portal dynamic yep. in the in the tra- instant ab- availability on the transfers uh that's probably a the good thing from a coaching standpoint is that you can remake your roster pretty quick sometimes sometimes you want to but then if people leave you can you're not you're not stuck holding you know no we had we had a bunch of guys leave and uh i never forget i was in serbia with coach baker and we got a text from one of our assistant coaches telling me how many guys had put their names in the in the portal and and uh you know i didn't get upset coach baker didn't get upset he just looked look coach we won 10 games last year we can go out and find some more players and get older and that's what we did yeah, um, I don't know if those guys were aware you guys were going to Italy in the summer. Seems like uh, I would not have yeah, left, Coach. Put, put, I would have put my name in, like, right now. Yeah, I don't think I would have jumped ship before the Italy trip, you know. Um, 
Move, the move to the Ohio Valley coach, how was the, the competition? That's a pretty good basketball league. How did you feel like uh, you know things went, and then what are your goals, I guess, for this season comparatively to your competition? Well, things, things didn't go well at all. I, I thought that we were capable of winning, but we were just an immature basketball team, and we weren't good enough, to be honest about it. And, but the sad thing about it, Joe, if I told you this, Joe, if you were, you were a coach and conference player right now, Joe Klein, I told you before the ball was tipped up for 18 games, that out of 15 of those games, the last media timeout, Joe, your team was either going to be up one, down one, or the game was going to be tied. Would you take that? Absolutely. Absolutely, you would take that. And that's where we were all year long. Out of 18 games, 15 of those games, that's where we were, and we couldn't close it out and get wins. So that lets you know we were more than capable of winning the conference. Just wasn't mature enough to do it. I like this team. The OBC has some good teams in this league. Pretty much like the Sun Belt, the top four or five teams are really strong, and that's where it is in the OVC. But we were in every game last year and had a chance to really uh, to win the league, but just wasn't good enough. Because you do have some holdovers from last year. A, what's it say about them that they stuck around? And B, what do you like about their game? Well, Jordan Jefferson is, is, is uh, going to be a junior now. He's, he's a really good basketball player. He's matured. The Anthony Gordon wound up being our lead the score. He decided to come back to school, which was uh, which was great for us. And then Ante, a 16 kid from uh, – from Croatia, who's really playing well over in Italy. So those three guys came back. We added some more veteran guys on this basketball team. Doing, I'm just telling you, Joe, I, I like this team. They're physical. And the best thing I like about them, I think we can really, really, really be good defensively. That's, that's the whole thing. I think we can really be good defensively. Yeah, I, I know that's where your bread is buttered. So that's I, where I, my bread I, is buttered. I, 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 yeah, I didn't even have to ask. I, you said you liked them. I, I was thinking well, they, Joe, you, they can defend them. Yo, we give up. We, we we score seventy-five. You would think if you score seventy-five, yeah. that's enough to win some games. And then Joe in college basketball, you've been Should in college be. longer than me, Joe. Yeah. yeah, but the problem is we gave up seventy-nine and eighty every night. That's the problem. And I, this team is better offensively. But I've just told them we have to guard. You guys can do what you want on the other end, as long as in the on the control and not turn the basketball up offensively. But on the other end, it's non-negotiable on the defensive part. We got to be better defensively this year. Coach, thank you for the time. We'll talk again, I'm sure, as we get closer to it. Right, D-Walk, D- holler at me. Okay, okay, right, thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right, Darrell Walker on the uh, Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We're up against it. Red-White Report coming up. Coach Kelly will be in with us. Joe Klein is here with chicken sandwiches. Bird is the word over at Corky's. If you're interested in grabbing one or two or nine, also... Give us a call the weekend, man. Labor Day, let us cook for you. It's going to be hot. We'll cook it for you in football game. You still Before, doing the special too? During, absolutely, yep. The special yep, yep. is you can get two uh, pork sandwiches and, a, and chips and a drink for fifteen dollars drive-through only, or two pork dinners, beans and slaw, and a drink for twenty-five dollars. Sounds like a deal. Drive-through only though. Drive-through mm, only. Very good. Okay, back in a second. We'll wrap uh, we'll wrap our first hour here, and then uh, plenty to get to next hour. Michael Felder is going to join us. Coach Kelly, they always like chit chatting, and uh, we've got more from Joe Klein coming up as well. I think you yeah, have just enough time to take maybe Mike's call. I have trivia questions too to give away Razorback tickets. Now it's going to be a little weird because they're baseball related, but that's where I found the trivia today. So I could give you the history of the Western Carolina Catamounts, but you don't care. So we're going to do a fun trivia question for some Razorback tickets. Stay tuned. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar.